0: Hey everyone! Welcome to Founders Three Six Five. Today on the show we have Mister Danny Matthews, founder of Danny and Co. Thank you for being on the show, Danny. How are you doing? You're
1: welcome, mate. Yeah, really good. Good man. Really good. Back to it.
0: Our- oh, internet, internet. Sorry, everyone. it's all good. So Danny, tell me, first question I ask all my guests is, what's Danny & Co? What are you about?
1: Who who do you serve? All that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm sure we'll go into a bit about my background, but Danny & Co has yeah. started really for, so I could uh, almost, I guess, force myself into working with only the people that I want to work with. So I started it to um, just build brands with people that I believe in. Um, so I try and focus on, um, there's no specific like area or industry, but you know, people with good ideas. I think it's, it's, it's hard enough to, um, you know, start and grow something these days that, um, I just wanted to take those people that I could see potential in and,
0: um,
1: and really try and make something out of it. So some people don't actually know what, where their value is Mm -hmm. until they go through a branding process if you like yeah. um so i just wanted to if i noticed that spark in someone i just wanted to be able to pick them up and put them through the process or the machine and um and to be able to create that forum and get them excited so yeah, um, yeah that was the whole reason it started then the design studio it's just a, it's a design studio but um there's three kind of parts to the business uh, which is basically design branding and content um yeah so that's us that's you,
0: that's you. How did you, when did the spark searching begin? Because that's a really nice way to put it. You wanted it's to see someone spark and... <laughs>
1: uh, so, uh, actually, Danny & Co, uh, this, as it is now in its current form, mm. uh, we only started in, I think it was June, May, June. Last last year? No, this year, this year. No, last year. Oh, last year, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time goes. Time, I know. Yeah, yeah. Last year, yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're pretty much six, seven months in. Yeah. Um, and before that, I was a design- designer for a year, and then before that, um, completely different. Which I is... know. Well,
0: when I met you, what three years ago? I think it was. Uh,
1: yeah. a bit, two, two, three years ago, you were, you had just come.
0: I think it was when you had just come out of the mortgage game. Yes, I think. Yeah, well, so you just sold up or something like that. Um, so tell me how you've gone from doing design like years and years ago, because I know it was something you've always been passionate about. Yeah. Falling into the financial services industry yeah. to yeah. come out of it and now <laughs> being a spark hunter.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a long story, but basically, it's, I always wanted to be a designer as a kid. It was actually I was only talking to someone today as a kid. I wanted to move to Japan and be a character designer. Uh, and that's kind of what I wanted to do. I was always into uh, the Japanese culture and animation yeah. and kind of what they do in the studios there. So that was kind of the dream. Um come you, know, you never made it to Japan? Uh, do you know I still haven't been?
0: <laughs> you deserve <laughs> to make the trip. You deserve
1: yeah. it. Uh, the, Japan comes to me these days, you know, with the internet yeah. and stuff. <laughs> you just endless so, um,
0: YouTube videos
1: yeah yeah exactly so when i was 17 i decided that uh, actually a good place to go was if i wanted to be a graphic designer was into the print industry so i went through the prince's trust to start an eco-friendly print and design business and basically it was it was exactly the time where the government started talking about eco-friendly the for uh, the fsc where the paper comes from and all that kind of stuff and i thought oh, i could capitalize on that uh, and we would look at um, basically using recycled paper, uh, yeah. so design and print. And that I went through that entire process um, without realising that it was a matched funding scheme. So basically, okay. if they offered me five grand, I had to get five grand. I think it was seven or eight grand. Uh, I had to find the same amount. And I mean, I was 17. I had no idea what I was going to do. And I was you like, am I going to get seven grand? Yeah like where do, where do you nowadays seven grounds like yeah yeah, yeah. i'll find like, it I'll find yeah it. like if you need to find that money you find it yeah. but back then i was you know it's it, being young and not very experienced i was like well it was the hardest thing ever yeah so it, it ended there and um like most people i just ended up getting a job mm-hmm. um and that was in private medical insurance so that was 12 years ago um Maybe just shorter, maybe eleven. But I, I basically got a job as an account manager for a medical insurance um, agent, basically, and uh, I loved it. Like the industry was amazing. I learned so much. Uh, it was part of it was really technical, like regulation and compliance and um, health questionnaires and knowing what will affect what and pricing and that kind of stuff i did a lot of individual and group medical insurance for companies and um, and after a few years i was like i want i want to be like this guy you know nice house nice car beautiful family felt like he had everything at the time yeah. and i kind of went on a trail of chasing cash <laughs> love yeah, the like love industry any make money
0: young person is yeah. really realistically yeah
1: and uh yeah so that's where it all started and years later I, I um, started a group medical insurance department in a, a place local to me here which is why I moved down here 10 years ago um, and we built that department and then I moved on to set up on my own and that kind of started the process of me building a medical a medical insurance broker then a, a protection broker when we expanded and then into mortgages and got qualified in mortgages and it was a uh, Uh, It was just think where I could see opportunity, so I wanted to grow and grow and grow. Um, But the second I hit mortgages, I was like, "Oh my God, what is wrong with this industry? Like the paperwork is horrific. Yeah. Um, The the process is so out of sync with real life. Like like the way of doing technology, the way of doing things." it just seems bizarre there was a massive disconnect between like how we do things in every single other industry yeah and then what you do in mortgages i was like this is crazy so to give you a bit of an idea of this i would go visit a client face to face so that would be traveling for an hour maybe more sometimes and then i'd spend about an hour with with the client maybe more and then travel back so if we're being strict about it it's already been over three hours just seeing the client that's before you've done any research looked at any um any actual mortgages like actually tried to see if it was affordable for them and that was before you even make an application and see if they're accepted so if they're if they fail the application you've got to start all over again mm-hmm. and this was all manual paperwork writing Reports crazy. Anyway, um, so straight away being kind of a bit of a a techie and knowing my way around bits of technology, not in massive detail, not coding or anything like that, but, but generally things work. Um, I thought there's got to be a better way to do this. And that's probably when I met you. Um uh when I started to put together a proof concept yeah. uh, called Morbi. And um, it was basically a uh, it was the first I was the first mortgage advisor to do it myself um, to take the process and try and digitize it in some way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so I took a load of services, you know, like I, I mean, these services are well known now. Things like Typeform, yeah. HelloSign, um, th- these kinds of services. Zapier was really um, pivotal in putting it all together. Um Yeah, and I built this kind of proof of concept and I'd shown it to people and I'd show it to people and say, look, people can go online, fill out this information, follow a few rules um, and logic and out the other end comes something which would have took me five hours plus. Yeah. Um, And it worked. And that's, I I remember the day that we were testing it and testing it and then we had a client go through it and I remember the day just sitting there looking at a screen going, Oh my god! It actually worked. Like I know I was playing around with it, but this thing works, um, and that was kind of the start of, of uh, something big for me.
0: Did that did, going through that process? Did that help reignite that passion you've got for the design aspect of things?
1: Yeah, it was. Um, it, it's funny now. I couldn't see it at the time, but now I look back, I can see every job, every business every opportunity I ever had to do something in design or create something or just be creative in some way, even uh, in marketing, let's say, because that's also a creative field, I feel, um, I, I would take the opportunity, and um, which was, I think that's what creative people do. We're kind of, we are a bit shiny objects syndrome type thing. And uh, yeah, so that was the first time, and. So, yeah, as I look back now, I used to take those opportunities every time. So even at old jobs, if they were doing like flyers or they said, we need to change our letterhead, I was the first one to say, like, oh, let me do it. And uh, you yeah. probably need to make your logo a little bit better. And, you know, I was always the volunteer for that stuff. Yeah.
0: Um, you always had your finger in the pie. Uh, say again? You always had your finger in the pie.
1: Yeah. But I never realised. I'd just go, go with it um so it was only when i did that that was my uh, that was my brain saying that it's time like it's it's time now for you to yeah. to do this um yeah and, and that's what happened and now
0: you're you run a design house design studio what has been over the last since i last saw you since three, two, three years what has that journey been like from dis- making that decision Of going yeah this is the time the times now to now where you know you've you've really carved out a really nice area for yourself in the market yeah
1: um it's it's been a hell of a journey um -hmm. because the only reason i'm doing what i'm doing now is from uh, going through a a bad time like the worst time Mm -hmm. um so basically what happened and there's, there's certain parts I, of this I have to leave out for legal reasons, please. but, story. Um, uh, but basically from doing the proof of concept mortgage, I was approached a lot by other mortgage brokers just mm-hmm. to try and find out kind of what it was, how it was made uh, if it was investable, which it wasn't, it was, you know, anyone could build it really. Yeah. Um, and uh, so what happened is so I would get approached and we'd have, I'd have all kinds of conversations. I'd go to meetings just, just to see what the opportunity was about. And, um, and so uh, I would do that. And then one company said, so there'd be companies who would say, can we invest in Morgie? And I'd say, no, because it's, <laughs> it's not an entity. It's, uh, yeah. it's just a thing.
0: You're just joining the dots.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then two people said, well, can you help us do it? Uh, and I said one, no to one and yes to the other. And that basically started the process of 15 months of building uh, mortgage again in a different form yeah. um, for a company that wanted to tender for a government contract in London so basically what happens is in London for affordable housing if you want to go like uh, help to buy and that kind of thing first-time buyers um, you have to go through a housing um, agent through the government so uh, the government gets involved a uh, uh, housing agency gets involved and then you do the mortgage application and there's all kinds of bits that go with it and this company what they wanted to do is tender for the government to win every single house and mortgage for every single mortgage inquiry within the m25 yeah um and they wanted to tender for it but the only way that they because they were only a small outfit i think there was about seven advisors about four support staff um because of their, because of that they didn't have the capacity to take on that many applications i think they were taking 100 a month and this would uh, see them take on about 500 a day or something wow. ridiculous it, it was huge it would be yeah. So that's- absolutely game-changing for yeah. not only them but the entire industry so um so yeah that the company said can you build this for for us i said yes uh and over 15 months we built the system that would that they would use to tender and yeah. then the tender and i mean that contract was worth over 3 billion Jesus. So that's how, that's like the opportunity they had.
0: That is proper money.
1: And I'm like, <laughs> I just built this thing in my bedroom. <laughs> it's crazy.
0: You're probably at that one again. Maybe it
1: is investable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe it was. I should say. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So uh, uh, that that's the good part. The bad yeah. part of that is that, um, uh, I mean, I had to turn down an offer that they made to me, to join the company just because throughout the process I just mm. saw too much man. Mm. And, um, I could see that that it would give me enough social proof yeah. that project and enough, um, experience for me to do something on my own. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know it at the t- time. Um, I, burnt out. I mean, I was going, I was traveling from Saracester to London, three to four, uh, two to three maybe four times a week max i was getting up at 4 a.m getting home sometimes at like 11 12 one. like it, just, it was it felt good at the time because it like adrenaline and the yeah kind of feedback I get from people and what people would say and the dopamine hits and all that yeah. stuff um and i would get requests to go to dinner with like important people and i managed to get around google and uh, it was insane um but by the end of it i was so burnt out i literally dropped to the floor wow central london um like (laughs) just strangers oh it was proper and actually ever since then um i've spoken to people about it i've got a mindset coach and And she's fantastic. And uh, I was, I've spoke to a number of people about it. And he, every single one of them said, you know, what happens through that anxiety and uh, that breakdown, whatever happens to your body, it's trying to tell you something. And I lost all feeling from the waist down. So I was like, bang, yeah. on the floor. And um, she said, that is literally your body saying, do not go any further. Yeah. And that is your your nervous system saying you cannot do anymore. Yeah. Um, and that was it. Swallowed in self-pity for a few months <laughs> after that. But
0: you listen to your body, right?
1: Uh, I listen to it a lot more now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's How did you then bring yourself out of that self-pity?
1: So I've always sketched. Mm-hmm. It's always been a thing that not, yeah. not like not anything massively artistic, yeah, but just almost like you do. Like, I remember in Argos, you used to get one of them papers and a little pens and you used to draw like cubes, yeah, and, yeah. And that's therapy for you me, shadows, and <laughs> yeah. pretty cool, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's therapy for me, and yeah. um. It was. I started to explore it again. I hadn't sketched in a long time. And I started to explore it again, and it was one of them things that I think my wife said one day, um, you always wanted to do that. Like, why don't you just get a job in that? Mm. And previously, if anyone even mentioned the thought of getting a job, uh, I'll throw it back in their face. But actually, considering the circumstances, it sounded like a really good idea. Yeah. Um, like, it's something that I wanted to do. As well, doesn't it? In that time, yeah, exactly. It was. I mean, I didn't do anything for months. Yeah, hardly left the house. It was dark. Grew um, a beard, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, it, that was really difficult. And the only thing that really pulled me out of it is this idea of me being able to get paid for something that I was doing anyway. Mm. So
0: danny and co was born out of the phoenix ashes by the sounds it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean uh, yeah if you want to put bit, it like bit that. dramatic but
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. i prefer like the sparta kick
0: oh, okay yeah yeah a bit, bit of this is what was it 300 or 500 yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah the trilogy is 500
0: right yeah it's three part um so you came out yourself pity you um, started, you started, uh, you went and got a job, like you said. So you worked for a design yeah. agency, wasn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, design and print agency. Actually, yeah. exactly what I wanted to do when I was 17. <laughs> it's funny how the world works. Yeah, it? crazy. I remember, I remember getting a job and just being like these roots. Yeah, it's, I remember uh, getting a job, actually. Uh, actually, that's a, that's a good little story. So God. I obviously had no experience mm-hmm. as a designer so this was, how when you hell? were looking for a job. I was like, how the hell am I going to get a job? I've got no experience apart from the sketches that I've been doing. (laughs) Like, just nothing. Um, So what I did was there's a thing online for designers, usually design students use it, and um, it's called a 30-day challenge, and you sign up to it, and every day they send you an email for 30 days, and it's a real client brief. So you'll get, like, company name, what they want to do, the type of clients they deal with, and um, I would set a timer every day, around my job seeking activity (laughs) and i would um, set a timer for an hour every day and i'd design a logo and um because i wanted to kind of learn process and more about design i'd record the screen and every day i'd record it shrink it to 30 seconds and just post it online and and just a way of accountability a little bit like what you're doing on this like post it every day little video little description yeah. job done but it took i think it took 13 days or it was 8 or 13 days. i wrote an article on linkedin about it but it was 8 or 13 days and i had like 16 inbox messages asking for logos i had like three job offers and people asking me like for, to to work i was like what the hell is going on um, that then start contradicting your desire for the job though yeah massively yeah Um, And so I had to have a really good word with myself and say, like, what is going to be best for the long term? What's going to be best for now? Mm. Uh, And I decided to go from uh, 110 grand to a 20 grand salary, Uh, (laughs) literally like top of the world to minimum wage job Um, in a company not working for myself. Oh, it's just the psychology behind, like, dealing with that kind of pressure. Yeah. from a household point of view, yeah. from a personal relationship. Yeah. There are so many conflicts in our brains when you go through something like that. Yeah. And it just took me to go, just do it. Just like, what's the worst that can happen? Bothered. You're going to get, if I get, a, if I go self-employed, I've got to get clients, build it up, um, which I could have done. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to do is build something more, not yeah. just a freelancer. So you I already had a picture out. in your head. Yeah. So I had to find out how that worked, what yeah. the process was, what I had to do, how you deal with clients. I knew all of that from a mortgage perspective, from a business perspective, but not yeah. in the not in the creative world. It was different different beast altogether. So um, yeah. So uh, I took one of the jobs, stayed there for a year. Um, clearly outgrew it very quickly. <laughs> <And that's where laughs> I, I, I remember,
0: remember you taking that job, actually. I remember you joining that company. Yeah. And then I feel like I blinked and a year had gone past. I didn't know you were there a year. I actually thought you were there way less than a year. Yeah. Um, and then I, I blink and Danny and & Co has, has been launched. Yeah. And that's what it feels like. But obviously that that's actually more like a two-year journey, really, from like that first first day in the office almost to yeah. now today.
1: Yeah. And, and actually when you think about it, that whole journey of this kind of, you know, that like diagram you put up about the yeah. entrepreneurial journey type yeah. thing, that whole journey that I went through being top of the world, mm-hmm. bottom of the bag, yeah, uh, in the middle, all it's of that. Like, it's happened. not, I'm rich. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of that happened within 18 months. So, trying to get your head around even thinking about it now is like how, it. how
0: but that just proves how much of a like a great support system you must have around you
1: oh yeah like m- my wife is incredible when it comes to support like the, for the days like that were dark like mm. really dark um the one thing that would pick me up was my wife would literally come over my shoulder and be like, it's just money. Yeah. But like, we just get we just go get money. Like it's not not a problem. Um we it would have been much worse if we had a child then, but um yeah. luckily we didn't. You saved them. And our like uh our mentality at the time was if we have to sleep in the car, mm. that's actually not that bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, cool. And yeah, food
0: and stuff we can just eat, you know. I'm actually quite surprised you didn't end up in Japan.
1: Uh, do you know it's, it's very funny you say that because I've always said to my wife, Cal, if uh, I just want you to know that if, if anything ever happens to us, you'll find me at the top of a mountain <laughs> in a little village in Japan. <laughs> Join in the monks, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, sort of 100%. If, if life literally fell on its arse. I'd be in. I'd be a monk in
0: Japan in a mountain picking yeah. rice or whatever. Yeah, sounds good. What's mm-hmm. the film where they do that and the monks have Sky Uh Skype? <laughs> it's so random. Uh, oh, it's actually oh, it's a Simon Peg film. Anyway, it's like it, how to find happiness or something like that. It's quite ironic. Uh, so you've now risen. You've done your three hundred moment. You've kicked your you've kicked your old self back. You've you've. Risen from the ashes, come using that analogy, whether you like it or not. And uh, what's, yeah. up, what's what's next, dude? What's, what's coming up? What's this year bringing? What's this decade bringing for you?
1: Uh, you know, it, last year was funny. It was a funny year because half of it was me being employed. Half of it was starting um, starting a studio, um, yeah. and I went through this patch of being really really grateful that i basically get to trick people into paying me for something i'll do for free yeah Um, which brings up a whole lot of uh uh different you're gonna get a lot of client emails tomorrow say again you're gonna get a lot of client
0: emails tomorrow now
1: (laughs) yeah exactly um actually i think it was i think it was scott lever that i said that to yeah and he was like oh cool looking forward to our meeting then <laughs> yeah, damn it. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, so I've got to stop saying that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, but it, it brings up a whole lot of different thought patterns uh, yeah. in your brain. Um, so, I'd, honestly, I've been so, so lucky mm. to work with the brands that I have so far. Um, and it's literally kept the business. On a massive high for six months yeah. straight. Like it's been amazing the people I've worked with, and um, obviously some in the group like Ben. Yeah. Um, and now I'm very comfortable
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, to the point where I can now start thinking about growth and yeah. other things and trying to and um, employment and what I want to do in. Uh, uh, for creative students and what I want to do for businesses. And there, there's a hell of a lot of clarity that happened in that six months of starting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, goals for this year, uh, I've just bought a new product, which is a content repurposing product, mainly for small businesses and coaches and consultants. Is that launch now, then? Um, yeah, I didn't really do a launch. Yeah, I, just, I so a right right and just went with
0: it. Dude, why not? Sometimes if you've got a good following. That's all you need.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, I guess it was just. It's something that I did unofficially for a few clients. Yeah. For, for, for quite a while actually. Like, uh, since I was doing it while I was employed on the side, so um, for about a year maybe. Yeah. Um, and then I thought I wanted to move into like a retainer model for design, um, but after consulting a, a bunch of clients, most of them were like, "We'd probably use it for social media." Yeah. Um, well, don't pay me a retainer, like a design retainer, all that money if you want low level work. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do it yourself, or I'll create something for you. Yeah. We'll create a content amplifier, and that's just um, it's for personal brands, basically, to take one video and turn it into 40 pieces of content plus uh, every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a massive focus for me, yeah. uh, especially for the first half of the year. Uh, I've got plans to build four brands. So the idea is that. Build client. four brands four, huh? As
0: in client brands, yeah.
1: Well, the idea is that I create four brands in four different industries. Yeah. Whether the client wants to do it or whether I just do it on my own makes absolutely no difference to me. Fair enough. It's, it's it takes like, takes back- My priority is doing what I love. Yeah. Um, and if there's someone as excited about those industries as I am, great let's like jv let's do something yeah, yeah. incredible so i've picked some industries that i'm passionate about coffee mm-hmm. cbd beauty uh oh, another one. Um, yeah. coffee, cbd beauty and another one another one yeah. um so i've picked four and uh i thought hey it's I'll, I'll put a roll call out if no one if no one wants to do it i'll do it <laughs> uh, Yeah. Um, I gave you like
0: 10 names when you asked me those, for those.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was oh, like, yeah, I, I asked you that. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Yeah, this, yeah. 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 So that is the priority this year. I'm doing a bunch of speaking. And, um, uh, and the only other thing is that I've had this kind of romantic thought of giving, like replicating what I have for someone else. So right. giving two students in a creative field their dream job Mm -hmm. um and the idea of that is basically that i just uh, allow them to create the job description yeah um so i'm doing a bunch of like guest lecturing at universities and i've got three booked already just this week mental (laughs) Um, everyone's on it in january this
0: year it seems it's a bit
1: yeah does it does everyone feel like buzz it because i feel like the it's last two de- days has been absolutely yeah. Insane. yeah
0: i think it's the fact that it's Crazy. the start of a decade and it's given everyone a little bit of a reality check because they remembered where they yeah. were it was the millennium and they've gone oh, i need to do more i need to yeah. do more and so yeah. everyone's gone boom on it exactly. I remember where I was at when I remember the millennium, and no one could get. You know, the, it was when the texts were blocked because so many yeah. people were texting Happy New
1: Year. Can you remember that? God, yeah. yeah I'm I'm just texting you an hour before. Yeah, just in case the lines get blocked. You would get it at like
0: two a.m. when you're asleep. So <laughs> classic Nokia 3210 text oh, yeah. noise. yeah it, 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 I think it is uh, the fact that it's a new decade and people are just a lot more yeah. aware of what's going on and uh, what they want to achieve.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think yeah. the momentum as well is going to be mm. incredible going forward. So exactly. uh, People who pick up momentum now, is they're going to have a great year.
0: Exactly. I mean, founders 365 you know,
1: just saying, just saying mm-hmm. every single day.
0: Can't not have momentum with that. Uh, but, hey, listen, uh, very quickly, because I know you're on a time, uh, time restraint, what are three things that anyone listening, perhaps a designer, you know, very similar to yourself, what are three things that you can give them as advice to help them on their journey this decade?
1: Um, many, um, e- even though um, it, only because of the kind of story I've told, I guess, um. And there is a whole, you know, the whole money doesn't buy happiness thing. And I I get that actually it can. Um, Yeah. So, no, but but you've got to imagine that markets go like this. Mm -hmm. And you have to think about what your contingency is um, for your happiness and your health. Uh, If it does fall again, um, it's a bit of a weird thing to think about, but Mm -hmm. something I've just thought about in the past and maybe it will be a bit of insight for someone, but you know, me and you have, have seen a crash or whatever other people have seen two or three. Um, but if you're doing something and chasing the money, like I was with the contract I had in London mm-hmm. um, and shit hits the fan and the markets drop, you've got to think about what, uh, what else you've got. Like when the money runs out, where are you going to be yeah i know where i'll be i'll still be sketching and drawing and creating logos and creating graphics and foundation yeah it's um and as long as you have that uh i think you'll be okay Mm. because people smell it like when you speak to people you'd be surprised how many people just randomly comment um to say god you you really love what you do yeah Right, what's the like? Hate what I do.
0: (laughs) Set up Danny and and I
1: hate it. (laughs) So yeah, I think I think if you can spend some quality time Mm. on uh, like self discovery and trying to figure out what what you really love to do, and either make it a hobby or make it a business, Mm. um, and remove the financial equation yeah uh, it will give you a deep sense of happiness yeah uh, trust me on that i know so that's one thing um i guess like just don't um, i'm an overthinker because i'm creative um mm-hmm. but i've trained myself in certain situations to be completely black and white um so i think just don't just don't worry about it like what's the worst that can happen
0: yeah
1: there is only, I'd, who said it? It might be Gary Vee or someone, but there's only one person in the world that is less off than everyone else. Like there's someone at the bottom. Yeah. It has, that doesn't have what someone else has. Mm. And that person doesn't have what someone else, there's only one person at the bottom. Imagine what, who that person is. Mm. There's there's nothing really that can, that can penetrate you if you understand that. Yeah, that's true yeah um like there's nothing in the western world in the uk the us whatever yeah. uh life ain't that bad and <laughs> yeah, it's that like that bad really yeah um and understanding is is really really helpful because it doesn't matter yeah. what happens then um and number 3 um i guess it's just do what you love and don't worry about it. Like, uh, i become so zen.
0: I was, I was going to say hippie, but yeah, zen.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you need yeah. like a multi camper van and you'll be like, do what you love, man. Just do yeah. what you love. Show up and flower power. Yeah. Yeah. Live yeah. 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 in the van after all. Live in the car. Sack it all off. Get, travel the world. I mean,
1: I've, like, I thought my son's Ten and a half months. Mm-hmm. Um, still a baby. I'm thinking, we've got two years till he goes to school. Yeah. Let's just pack up. Perfect time to do that. Yeah. Perfect. I just thought, like, but let's pack up. I can work from anywhere. I yeah. can like, it's like, yeah. and my team's like remote anyway, who cares? Yeah. Um, you know, and we, we've really thought about it. Um, maybe this so, time
0: this year we'll see Danny on the road.
1: Maybe. maybe. I, actually, I pitched Starling Bank. And this would be interesting for you. I, I didn't pitch them, but basically, I I'd, I'd soft pitched them on one of their ads. Yeah, they said something like, uh, "Where have you? Like, um, wh- where do you think we should take the Starling Bank card next, or whatever?" Yeah, yeah they have. Like,
0: where you send a photo in, or something.
1: That yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. And I was like, I say, like, if if you want to like. I'll travel from Scotland, like Inverness, to Land's End um, using a styling card and a camper van, and we'll film it. Um, and then you'll have loads of content. But, and then I, I met the marketing... Still for that <laughs> well, I met the marketing director at the Great British Expos, and we had a bit of a chat, and she was like, we'll probably start with a case study first.
0: <laughs> we'll probably do, like one side of london to the other <laughs>
1: yeah 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 i was like, going to say that like, we finish at Stalin headquarters and have a little party or whatever
0: yeah yeah. like a
1: forest gump style um traveling thing T- pitch,
0: yeah. pitch them every every week for that sort of thing
1: they're there yeah. for one day oh yeah yeah And um, but uh i thought of something then for the third thing um yeah it's one thing that i've tried to get my head around recently and i've worked with um, my mindset coach about is uh, around money i know people have uh, different mindsets around money and you know it's something that i struggled with in the past just because my background growing up with parents that didn't have any have anything really um leaving home very early uh i left home at 13 Wow. Um, and uh yeah just that, so my mindset around money was was um there was loads of blocks in place mm. uh, if you can work on that You'd be amazed the difference it will make. Yeah, you can speak to someone on a regular basis that understands, um, like you, like neurolinguistic programming and like money coaching and business coaching and growth strategies and stuff. If you can just speak to someone like that regularly, it doesn't, have to be, it doesn't have to be every week. It can be every month, every quarter, whatever it is. Uh, but if you can find someone like that, the clarity it gives you just to just to have someone there um for what's the word for it can't think of the word for it but for that yeah. like uh, ju- just that little boost in confidence that, you, yeah. that you're you doing okay like so do. sort of
0: yeah. it's, it's like the soundboarding effect
1: yeah yeah it's exactly what it is it's, it's amazing that the thing that that can do it's so yeah. simple like the, the, the thought of it is so simple like you just talk at someone mm-hmm. And then yeah. feedback based on what you said. But the impact that has is, is huge.
0: Yeah. I have the same th- issue you do. It's like, how do people pay me for what I do when yeah. I'm just bringing, I'm just like dragging it out of their mind? They already know it. It's yeah, the, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a funny old world we live in with these sort of jobs that we've created.
1: Yeah, um, trying, we try and justify mm. what we think that we do. Yeah. Um, and actually, <laughs> you don't Depends. really... You know, it, it, money is like a man-made thing. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing you're trying to do is make sure that the person with the money, um, you're providing equal or greater value than what they're giving you. That's it. That's all you have to do. Nothing else.
0: And enjoy the process as much as possible.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: 100%. <laughs> and if you're not enjoying the process, take that as a massive hint that you should probably be looking at something else you know cool, Danny that's
1: a (laughs) that's a really hard conversation for me to have because I feel like I'm a high horse that like (laughs) I even I'm guilty of it even um you know with people I know that may not enjoy their jobs or you know every now and again I'll put a post on Facebook and my wife would be like babe you can't put that because not everyone has found their thing like you or Like, not, not everyone's happy with what they do for a job. Like, you can't impose that. I'm, I'm like, eh. so I'll <laughs> prod yeah.
0: uh, oh, the fire. Why not?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, um, it's a real privilege to do what I do. And, yeah. Uh, I don't take it for granted, but.
0: And you generally love it. It's so clear to see. <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't, I can't even explain it to you in words. It's,
0: um. The real, the real test is is the fact you're wearing a T-shirt with a font face on it. Like, that's the official I'm a designer uniform.
1: Yeah, this is the official design what the fuck I want and get away with it badge.
0: <laughs> as soon as you've got that on, you can do whatever you want. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Dot on a bit of paper, and you go. Oh.
1: The, the, do you know what the great thing is about being in branding and design? You can literally launch a product today. Yeah. This I created. um There's a label in the back called Kern the World, and it was just it was born out of a stupid idea that current kern- So basically, kerning is like the space between letters. Yeah. We get like tracking and kerning. I won't go into the detail, but basically um it was a metaphor for bringing the world closer together through shared beliefs and values yeah. so it occurred the world which is just t-shirts with slogans on them. But, but the money that was spent on the t-shirts i i would give to charity yeah. so that was my way of kind of giving back and bringing the world together right. yeah just an idea but i literally created it in two hours i had like 12 t-shirts on there a hat um, all drop shipped. Like, there's so, <laughs> so many good stuff out there now. You can literally do it in seconds. It's amazing.
0: you can you got business in your pocket whenever you want it, really. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Danny, listen, thank you, for so, thank you so much for coming on to Founders365. Where can people find you? How can people connect with you?
1: Most places I'm at the actual Danny. Um, LinkedIn, Instagram. Uh, I think Facebook is the actual Danny Matthews um, for my personal profile yeah i uh, don't use the page anymore um and danny and co yeah because it's danny.co isn't it it's danny and Co. danny
0: and.co yeah i knew it was something like that but thank you so much for coming on you've been fantastic i've so enjoyed yeah. this and uh for everyone else watching subscribe follow us follow yeah. the journey and thank you for tuning in see you guys